What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Grayscale Gorilla podcast. We are on episode 56. Can't believe it's 56. Uh, welcome uh, to the show. As always, we've got our man, Chris Schmidt. Hey, hey, what's going on? And Nick is back in the studio. He's back. Back, baby. We got the real Wi-Fi. We're not doing that hotel Wi-Fi anymore. I'm in, the, I'm in the studio. Hopefully, I got my extra nice camera looking good. Hopefully, get a little bit of a... You know, a little relaxation as he got some work done. Um, but mostly I'm just glad to be back home and it's not snow all over the ground. So that's good. I, yeah. I, got, a, I got a quick question. Nick, if you had to pick your one favorite thing from your trip, what was it? Oh, boy. I, I do everything in twos, so I got to cheat. The, no, the, no, no, just one and it will cut you off. <laughs> yeah, the, I would say the the national parks. So we saw five national parks this trip. Um, I, I don't know if I can name them all right now. Zion, Bryce, Rocky Mountain National Park, Joshua Tree, and uh, maybe a couple little state parks too, like Fire Valley and Valley of Fire. And anyway, I think we saw five or six national parks. And what struck me was how they came together. Like, the, the fact that there was a group of people in whenever that was 20s, 30s that decided, all right, we're going to block off sections, whole entire mile, giant miles and miles and miles of sections of the United States to get blocked off that are we're going to protect and close off to you know any development and just say these are part of America now and you, you could just come and enjoy it. I think that's a brilliant idea. I'm glad those exist. Um, so learning the history of that was really cool. And secondarily, just seeing the variation uh, of what is possible in the United States. So I, I think one of the misconceptions misconceptions of of uh, people from like Europe are they're like oh you know people from the states they just stay in the United States like they don't they're not travelers they just stay in the states and if you if you overlay like a map of Europe on top of the map of the United States you realize like how freaking big it is right so for me it's like seeing all the variations of just what's possible in one country was bonkers like mountains desert um like the valley of fire stuff's like sands like sand just going on forever we've been to white sands before which is literally you can go to the middle and just look around and it's all white mountains so seeing the states and seeing america in a way that wasn't just through a postcard is really cool um i i sit in front of a computer for a living and so it's really nice to get out there and see a little bit of the country so if you're gonna leave it at one I'll tell you one. And if you guys want to hear the second one, just let me know in the comments. I'll tell you next week. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. Like there, it, there's so many different climates and, and uh, you know, kind of outdoorsy things you can do in the United States. And there, you can see like uh, Florida kind of feels kind of really humid and almost jungle like, and then you can go to the desert and then you can go to, you know, the, the, the Colorado, uh, Rocky mountains and all that. It's just so many different things that you can experience here. It's pretty crazy. I definitely need to do more traveling. I, and I'm jealous that you got to see all those places. Cause that, that's something that I would love to do someday. It, it was, it was really fun. Um, and I, I, I think I may have told the long version of this story, but just to clarify, I've been doing this road trip every year. Um, basically since I started Grayscale Gorilla, and it was in a way kind of my New Year's. 
in a way, it was kind of my like little break from computer work to go out, see the world and really think about what I wanted to accomplish in the next year. And I would be in a car by myself for hours and hours and hours. So I go out, think about it, listen to podcasts, read audiobooks related to some of the you know issues I was having with starting a business and all this stuff. And I would come back with a new focus, right? And, you know, and now like now I have a lot of things planned out, like the, the next year of what we're trying to accomplish and tackle uh, comes from that. And, and, and now, so when I got married, I was, Marie flew out. So this was three years ago. Marie flew out and joined me in Salt Lake City. And we were just kind of going to go back home, like go the 80 way through Nebraska and kind of do the boring way. And a friend of ours was like, wait a minute, you guys are married. You don't have kids yet. And you have a little bit of time to go like, see some of the country. We're like, oh Yeah maybe we should actually go make this a bigger part of the trip and not just hurry back home. Right. We, we, we both are, you know, lucky enough to work from home or work from wherever, wherever there's an internet, um, we could do that. So we started, uh, going and seeing parts of the country we've never been. And this year was the furthest we've ever been. We drove all the way to the coast. Um, and like I jumped in, you know, the, the ocean, uh, from driving from, from Detroit, which I think is kind of fun. Um, but, once Marie joined the road trip, she's like, I want to go see all these national parks. And honestly, at first I'm like, well, I, I don't, they all kind of seem like they'd be the same to me or something. Like once you've seen three, you're fine. But, but as she's planned all these, I realize each one is so unique and so interesting and so fun. So I'm, I'm excited to see more. I think we're, I think we're up to like, we've seen like 13 of them or 12 of them or something and we're trying wow. to hit them all so we'll see cool. we'll see how long it takes but uh it was really fun it's it's cool to have her on the trip to kind of like um you know put, push me in different directions as well not just go to the not just go to where pinball machines exist although we did do that too. <laughs> <laughs> well glad to have you back man um now we uh we should probably move on to some news uh what do we got going on in news um gsg news uh geez not it's a pretty slow week pretty regular week yeah we got um, a tutorial i think uh might be coming out tomorrow i know we got a new tutorial coming out soon um yep and uh lutz lutz was launched what what now three four weeks ago Two weeks, I believe. Two weeks ago. And that's been doing really well. We love hearing the stories of how you guys are using it. Um, if you haven't seen HDRI or uh, if you haven't seen Grayscale Gorilla, uh, Gorilla Grade Lutz, go check it out on the website. Um, what's really cool about this is people from different, uh, not just Cinema 4D people are starting to use this and we're getting you know, feedback from them. So uh, we'd love to hear from you guys too if you're using it with Cinema or not. So um, we'd love to hear feedback for that. Any other news? Chat, Chris. Oh, lots of stuff that we've been working on. Nothing we really talk about. Yeah, though. I mean, we've got so many things cooking like behind the scenes right now. Um, we got NAB coming up, which we'll have some more news about that as they announce the times. Um, so the only thing we could talk about now is that we're all going to be at NAB. If you're going to be in Las Vegas during that the, the NAB, please come say hi. We're going to have a booth this year, which is right next to the Maxon booth. So if you see the Maxon Cinema 4D booth, come around and find one of us. We'll be there. Um, come say hi. And we got some we got some swag. I don't think we decided if it's swag or swag yet. Did we Did we figure that one out? I'm well, pretty sure it's swag, right? It's got to be swag because there's you're, otherwise you're adding in a bunch of letters that aren't actually there. But it's more fun to say. 
<laughs> it is more fun to say. Uh, well, come get some stuff. Uh, come right. say hi. We'd love to see you. And um, look on c4dlive.com very soon for a schedule. They usually put the schedule out and um, start showing you know who presents when. We all have some really fun pre presentations coming up. So we hope to see you at in Vegas. And, uh, and by the way, if you can't make it to Vegas, they're going to do the live thing again where you can watch the show live uh, on c4dlive.com. So make sure you go there, sign up as well. Oh, yeah. You know what? And we are going to be doing lots of interesting live casts and streams and such from Vegas. Uh, mostly just GSG, um, you know, getting drunk and blowing all of our savings, you know, just that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying like it. A pool party live stream. Uh, <laughs> we're just, I'm going to document the whole thing. I got, I forgot the show. I got this really cool. Um, I'm pointing at it as if everybody hearing hearing this and not watching it knows what I'm doing. But I have this cool gimbal rig that I'm going to be shooting a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for so that after NAB, people can kind of see what we do on the show floor and how we operate, what we're showing off. And I would, I would say Instagram. Uh, join us on Instagram if you haven't already. That'd probably be the place we'll be present, you know, showing as much as we can live mm -hmm. so instagram they obviously have the live feature which might be hard from the show floor but maybe from uh you know from uh one of the breweries or whatever we're going to be around we could start to stream um so i'll just say this if you want to follow more about neb what's going on there what grayscale gorilla is up to and um and any fun interviews we get into with other people that'll be at neb follow us on instagram that'd probably be the easiest way to do it cool cool uh so yeah let's get into it um first oh, let's quick talk follow about, up oh yeah what's up some quick follow-up from last week i i want to say it might be our most commented on podcast episode it's really? up there maybe the maybe the um the rendering one the first render wars one might be oh up there. the one where you had you had your moment where I had my PC Mac moment, that might yeah. be that might be the most comments. Mostly just <laughs> that was more more people saying how bad they felt for you. <laughs> They're like, Nick, you look so. Sad. I've never seen Nick look sad. Um, so thanks for all the comments there. But last week uh, we talked about daily renders and maybe some best practices for doing a daily render and why you get into it and all that stuff. We had a ton of great comments from you guys. So I just want to thank everybody that left a comment. Uh, we try to keep up and at least try to respond to as many as we can right when they come out. Um, so just thanks to everybody that did that. And we also have some uh, reviews here on the iTunes uh, part of the podcast that I wanted to just give a shout out to, let's see, Kern Dog. Thank you, Kern Dog, for the- Kern Dog. Uh, Kern Dog gave us a review. I appreciate it. And Jonathan, QQQQ, which uh, I, I maybe maybe you just hit his keyboard a couple too many times there. That's okay. But Jonathan, thank you for the uh, the reviews there on iTunes. That stuff helps out a lot. Gets uh, gets the podcast out to more people. So that was a that was it. Just a little follow up. Um, and uh, so what are we talking about today, guys? Well, that 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 last week's podcast was pretty interesting. I got to say, um, I think a lot of people, uh, I, I think a lot of people were like. I hate it when mom and dad fight, like, you know, like they didn't want to, they don't like it, you know, but then there was a lot of people that really enjoyed, um, the spirited debate, which I think is people should have more of those kind of spirited debates. Not yeah. you don't have to agree about everything and you don't have to 
like we we disagree on stuff a lot of people probably you know maybe they think that we don't because we we do appear like a pretty unified front most of the time but we have arguments behind the scenes about products about you know marketing things like that nothing nothing that's like ever nothing's ever personal it's just like that's how you work through stuff is like you have to have a point of view and you have to be open to other people's points of view and that's what makes a healthy company i think and um anyway yeah no, but between I, the, the between the three of us it seemed like everybody had a horse they could back for the daily render stuff where it's like no right. no no nick's right like you gotta encourage people you gotta you got to really back people up and let them try it out. And then other people are like, I hate daily renders. Why are they even happening? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then to be fair, uh, and, and I think that we do appreciate some of the irony, but like, you know, we create tutorials and we do tutorials for free. So, you know, a lot of stuff that we do ends up making its way through. I mean, the, the, like Grayscale Gorilla is famous for shiny spheres because of Nick. So, you know, almost anytime you see a shiny sphere, you can almost be like, oh, that's derivative Grayscale Gorilla. And now they're complaining about floating spheres in space. It's like, well, we always are encouraging people to try and change everything and make it their own. But, right. and, and, but and that's fair. That's fair. Not to get back into the topic, but I'm doing shiny spheres because I saw Mar uh, Maxoff. Was that his name? Maxoff do it. Um, so well in his renders and i was like just trying to emulate that right so i think the point of it is not to get in, into the topic but to get into the discussion of topics these these ideas in general that everything has to be black and white or right or wrong is just wrong that's just not how the world is there's many different ways to approach projects so, and my my favorite people and this is why we all i work together and are and are ultimately like friends at the end of the day is my favorite type of person is the person I could sit with and and discuss those things and get a little heated about and then buy him a beer and 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 move on with our day right um I think there's so much of this like you're right I'm wrong and we're enemies bs that's happening in the world today it could be politics it could be um what you know pc and mac like this has been going on forever and there's something um that is a part of humanity that keeps wanting to find the black and white side of things. And, and my favorite discussions of all things, and I think when you want to get to the truth, my favorite discussions are two people that have a almost completely different opinion or maybe subtly different opinion, really getting at the fine details of what they really believe. And it's, and it's that fringe. It's those little fringe areas where, where actually minds can be changed. If that makes sense, like it's really hard. To, it's really hard to say something and fundamentally change the way other people think. You can't say, you know, um, you know, think about politics. It's very rare somebody angry on 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 Facebook is going to completely change the way another person thinks. However, if you get down to the fringe area, the the place where that actually meets up and makes gray, that's where minds could be changed a little bit, a little centimeter here and a little inch here, and that's where I think the discussion is fun. It's more interesting. And yeah, I encourage anybody to say what they <laughs> say what they mean, um, and then be able to change their mind tomorrow. I think that's one of the best minds of I. The, the, that's the best mentality. I like being around. I like having that mentality. I I I enjoy that stuff. So thanks for thanks for arguing with me for an hour, guys. That was fun. Let's do it again. Anytime. Let's go. Anytime. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, every yeah, definitely put comments of other things you think that the three of us might disagree with each other on, and then we can go figure it out. Of course, it should probably be in the realm. It should be in the realm of, of CG on one level or another. Probably. probably. Doesn't have to be, but yeah, okay. <laughs>
could be about uh you know what brand coffee do you like better oh now now i oh, have some opinions. that's fairly innocent though that's true that's true well um what's next guys what i know chris uh we've been talking about it's almost time for one of the silliest days of the year and uh for those of you i don't know is this is the april 1st like april fools like a worldwide phenomenon like i know this, it's it's also in britain i found that out recently but i don't know if it's worldwide so if for those of you that don't know this uh tradition at least um how i know it is basically april's april 1st is april fools day and it's a day in which you are open to pranking or um uh, otherwise, just kind of messing with people. I guess and, most people probably know what it means, even across the world, because of how many websites decided to start getting involved a few years ago. Where on yeah. April first, you can't trust anything on the internet, even more oh, than usual. Right? Yeah. Where it's like you go, you know, you go to Blizzard Entertainment, and it's like, oh, fake characters in the video game, and you go to Google, and they're like, oh, we're you can smell your screen now, and yeah, like they've always done really weird things. So it's kind of across the internet. So I think most people probably know what the heck we're talking about. So quick update: it looks like there's a version of. Um, April Fools in many many countries it's not always on April Fools sometimes it's in different parts of the year um but the tradition looks pretty widespread here so yeah so we are going to discuss uh pranks to pull on motion designers and, uh, and mine aren't specifically to that mine are <laughs> my favorite pranks that I've participated well, try, in let's try to figure out ways that like you can spin it to maybe uh, our industry. Um, there are a few go-to pranks. Basically, it's for anybody that's working in the studio that that is on a computer. Some of my pranks will work on. But um, I don't have any, actually, that are office environment ones. Really? Are they all just like home pranks? Mostly. Okay, well, then you go first. Why don't you, you talk well, about got, some of your a... home... Because I might use them on to, I might use them on my uh, on my kids. All right. Well, oh, this I, is good. I've, we could use these. Yeah. Uh, everyone out there listening could use these on their friends later. Okay. That's what well, I'm saying. Like these are going to be yeah. instructional. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody like these are these are for everybody. I've also got another thing. This is very very important to me, and I, and I want to make sure to spread the word on this. Is that I feel like there's two different types of pranks. There's like there's positive pranks and negative pranks, and and what I mean there is I feel that the fake winning lottery ticket is one of the most evil things you can do to a person <laughs> because what you're doing is you're giving them something. They think they got something and then you take it away. And that's the funny part, but it's not, it's cruel. But if you, if you do something to them and then at the end of it, they're relieved that it didn't happen. They're ending on a positive. So there's a big difference between those two. And I've always thought that the lottery ticket thing is so awful. What if and it's then, revenge also, for a well, prank? Well, that's different. You can do like the escalating alternating ones. So those can be fun, but those are also pretty cruel. Like you can like really mess people up. I tend to like this, the more innocent things, like kind of little throwaway ones. Um, and I'm also super against the, oh, it's just a prank, bro. It's like, that's not a prank. Like you smacked them. You <laughs> smacked them in the face. Head. Yeah, you, you punched them in the face. That's not a prank. Okay, so uh, violence is, is a hang up. You know, it, not, it's, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not great. I, I mean, you, you can drop a you know you can drop a, a bucket of water on their head. I guess you don't want to hurt them, but you know punching them is not a prank. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the, one of the 
early ones that I did is I've, I've had roommates for years. Like I've had, I've been living with roommates, uh, various roommates uh, for the better part of uh, 15 years now. So we've always had lots of opportunities to do this. Um, so one that immediately comes to mind, uh, which was an April 1st one was uh, a, a buddy bought a house. So we all were renting out of his house. So I went and I wrote up a delinquent tax document for them. And I went and I, like, I, I typed it up. Well, I typed up some of it, but I went to a bunch of like legalese websites and I copy and pasted random stuff where it's like, at a glance, this would look legit. But if you looked into it, it'd be like, what is this talking about? Um, and I went, I put it all together and I, I had a, a coworker at the time, a female coworker, like sign it really nicely with like a, a you know, a woman's name. And I, I put it, I folded it very nicely and I put it in an envelope and I stuck it in the door so it looked like it was hand delivered. <laughs> uh, like this was like, oh, and like a tax collector came by the house and put this here and uh, and waited for the roommate to go find it. And when he did, he picked it up and I, he went out to get the mail and I was in the living room at the time and he goes and he grabs it and I hear it fall from the door and he bends down, and he picks it up and he's there and he's opening up and I like, I couldn't. I had to like leave the room immediately because I was like already laughing. So I go into the kitchen. I'm like hiding in the freezer so that I don't laugh out loud. It's just, but like, yeah, he was, he was, I think it was like $500 or something days out. And he's just like, dude, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this happened, but apparently I'm behind in my taxes. Like dude, this is going to be rough. Like I don't have this money right now. It's just like, dude, uh, I love him. I love little things, but I've got. So that's such a that's such a borderline mean thing. But no, but it, at the, but he's relieved at the end. At the end, you're okay. like, you don't no, have that, to do that, it. I I definitely I I don't I think that's a great prank, and I would have no problem doing that prank to somebody. That's hilarious. So what was his reaction when you told him that it was a prank? Uh. I I, th I think he was I don't know I, I can't specifically remember but it, he was he was relieved like dude I thought it was really <laughs> really going to happen he says the word dude a lot but oh uh, my god he's like dude I thought I had to do it I don't know how it happened like it's so ridiculous so it's probably it's a super short one so I'll squeeze it in here as well but I have others I want to talk about but uh, I had roommates who were smokers and I I don't like smoking in general like it was never in the house or anything but one of them at one point left a cigarette just laying around on like a counter or something and i went and I, I stole the cigarette and then i took a sparkler and i shaved the sparkler oh down to God, be really yes. short and i stuck it in the cigarette the crazy <laughs> the crazy part though is that's like is, a load yeah oh it's so like i I, I didn't even read about that or anything i'm sure that's like a thing other people do but i was just like oh dude i can totally put a sparkler in there and i had some so I went, I like put it back on like the same place and somehow the cigarette got like transported into like one person's room and it was sitting on a dresser and then someone else took it and it like traveled around and didn't get used for the longest time. And it were moving out of that house into a different house and, and uh, not the person I was trying to prank with it <laughs> ends up with this cigarette and he's, he's moved all of his, he moved a whole bunch of stuff into his car and he's getting ready to leave. He's climbing in the car and he lights the cigarette. Oh my God, he could have killed out. somebody. Like, but he wasn't driving yet. But it, that's what I mean. Like if this was like three months after I set it up before it actually executed and just <laughs> like sparkler <laughs> going off immediately. Like, I don't know. That's amazing, dude. I'm just picturing somebody lighting that up and like their full eyebrows are singed. Oh my god. 
that's awful. And because they used to, you've heard of, you could get loads. Remember those? Like they were actually oh, like, like a pop kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a like a really small firecracker that you would put into a cigar or into a cigarette, <laughs> and like the, it was the same idea. Only it was like an explosion. Um, I've always I always wanted to buy those because you'd see them like in the back of comic books when you're growing up and stuff, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, it's like the best prank ever. And then you know uh, you just never do it. But a sparkler yeah. was a well, good I, idea. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. I like awesome. those a lot. All right, you, you got to do one, Chad. All right, um, we're on the home prank theme, so I'll I'll do that one, I guess. Um, one thing that you realize uh, when you have kids is that they're really fun to prank, uh, mainly because they're kids and they just they just they don't they're not they're not cynical uh, adults yet who who look at everything with uh, you know apprehension. Yeah, so, you have to you have to teach them that. <laughs> this isn't I mean, this is exactly exactly so they they love april fool's day and i'll just start with one of their pranks that they like to pull which i admittedly fell for one time it's a silly little prank but it's fun to do if you're like me and you have a house and you got kids then you got like 20 boxes of cereal in your house what they'll do is they'll it's a really simple prank they'll just like swap the bags of cereal like <laughs> so then you're like you grab your you grab your uh you know whatever your your captain crunch or whatever and out comes cheerios and you and you're just waking up so you're just kind of like wait what and then you like look at the box again so it's like I, that's I love that. Good, that is amazing that's a real simple kid prank um and then the prank that i did to them that you know I kind of regretted immediately after doing it to them. Uh, it was it was probably like I don't know. It was when One Direction, the band, the boy band, was like really popular. It was probably like two or three years ago or something, and they were really into that group. I mean, like really into it. And it was about the time that those uh, what's the name of those videos that like um, have like they'll show the video of the person performing, but it's overdubbed with like really horrible version. Um, musically. Of the song, no, it's like a no, no, no. I know what you mean. Shreds, shreds. Yeah, yes, thank you. So somebody did an amazing shreds of One Direction singing like their hit, and I woke up in the morning and I went downstairs. I'm like, oh my god, you guys! The kids are sitting at the table. I'm like, somebody just released a video of One Direction without any of the auto tune. Like this is what they really sound like, and I played it for them. <laughs> started crying <laughs> and they were like no it can't be no and they were so upset dude like oh i just crushed their world and i was i was immediately like this is not the reaction i was looking for and i was like i'm so sorry no this is just a joke it's not really like that and they were so mad at me dude like my wife was all pissed oh it, that that that's um yeah, that's amazing. And shreds videos. If you guys aren't familiar with shreds videos, you should look some up because they're pretty great. Yeah, they're hilarious, man. Like I, those things are. Yeah, just go look them up. But all right, that's my home prank. Nick, what do you got for a home prank? Oh man, I can't. I can't think of um, a big home prank right now. I got a. I got a good office one. I get started. I might. I might just have this one only because when you when I think about. <clears throat> these kind of pranks one of them stands out in my head mostly because of the reaction from the other person i mean i think that's really why you do these things right is to like get somebody like flustered or riled up or whatever and 
one that sticks out in my head is uh, I was working at Digital Kitchen. And so this is a, if you work in a big office environment where you have a lot of computers all kind of synced up to each other, this you could totally pull this one off, guys. Uh, it's super fun. And it is, uh, you usually have to do it to somebody new because once you do it to one person, then the word gets out and everybody in the office knows. But the new guy, you can always prank him. And so in this case, the new guy was Jason Esser. Oh, I, I, have, a, I have a couple of Jason Esser ones too. <laughs> and Jason's such a great guy because he's he's such a friendly guy, but he's also like, he 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 can also like um, be flustered. Like at least when he was a new guy, right? He could be flustered. He's well, like, that sounds like what's the perfect person. That's a yeah. perfect person to do it. He's the ultimate... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's so a good, good to prank. He's a good guy to do, to, to do pranks on because he's just such like a lovable guy too. Um, but but also like could be flustered. So as all the computers were all tied up together, um, <clears throat> specifically the the uh, IT person could control anyone's computer at any time without them knowing. Now we all knew this, and we all knew that it was just take over our mouse and like pull a prank on us, but. Jason did not know this. So he would log into Jason's computer randomly throughout the day and just start taking control of his mouse and his keyboard and would go up and start moving, not only moving his mouse around, but also go up into Google and start Googling like really rude things <laughs> in the Google. <laughs> and, and like try to get like images on the screen and stuff. And, and Jason's like, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> And we're all like, I don't know, man. It's on your screen. I don't. I mean, I don't know any other way that this could be. And he's like, I guys, this is not me, right? So <laughs> that would, was he. Um, he would do it so sparingly that it, it, it didn't have this thing. Like, if he did it all the time, you would, you would be able to pinpoint it. But he did it so sparingly, he would just like sometimes just move the mouse, like log in, move the mouse a little bit, and then open up a new piece of software and, and close out. And it made it just enough to where he would start calling IT and he's the guy doing it, right? So, hey, man, something's up with my computer. You got to come fix it. So he well, come yeah, up. You have to explain he's that. Like, like, when you worked at a studio like that, if you had, if anything was going weird with your system, you there was a person, a full-time person working that was their job to fix it. So you would always just be, you know, calling that person. So I think it's important for people to kind of understand that. <laughs> yeah, this is good. A lot of studios don't have this anymore. Um, yeah, so he would call the, the same person that's actually pulling the prank on him. So he would come up and go like, hey, you know, describe to me what's going on. How is it happening? He's like, dude, you know what? My mouse is moving. Uh, sometimes it'd be like just type words. I don't know what's going on. He's like, and he would make him, he would kind of make him feel bad. Like it's his fault. He's like, yeah, you know, no, nobody else's computer is doing this. <laughs> Oh, that's that's so and, awesome. So it just kind of slowly make him like a little bit weirded out. And it really came to a head when uh, he was also really competitive, um, uh, as we all were actually, uh, but extra competitive Call of Duty player. Mm. And we'd oh have these. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so we would have giant Call of Duty battles in the office, you know, um, just to like blow off steam in the middle of a busy day. We would, or at like five o'clock for half an hour, we'd go play. And he was really good, but also really competitive. And um, he, the the IT guy would log in while he was playing, and especially when he was winning, <laughs> and just start slowly moving. Like he'd be running the right way and like trying to capture the flag, or whatever. And he'd just move his mouse, like have him do a spin in the middle of it. <laughs> I remember those days, dude. He was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> 
just subtly enough to where he's like, "Who's bullshit?" You know, and oh, he would just <laughs> scream. It's so good. Um, I think he threw his mouse a few times. I I sat next to him. I I had I had a couple battle wounds, some battle scars. Um, but that was the like that was the perfect one because once once it was all figured out, he's like, "Oh my god!" He started connecting the dots of all the weird things that was happening to his computer over the last you know couple months, and he's like, "All of it, <laughs> you jerks, <laughs> all of it." Once he started figuring it out, um, but well, then you just, start realizing you start realizing the dedication someone had to have to mess with you, <laughs> and it's like, why oh, would you even do this? He he was actually uh, I've got a couple of ones of Jay. One of my favorite ones is I I went to I went to my wife's um, family reunion in Arkansas, and I'm I was a goal of mine to score some moon, some authentic moonshine while I was down there, and I managed to get a jar. It was like a mason jar of moonshine. This stuff was terrible. It was like it was <laughs> like it was you couldn't even like hold it in your mouth it was so nasty and i brought it to dk and i brought it to the office as like a joke like to see if anybody would drink it and of course it sat on a shelf and nobody would drink it and it just sat there forever and um jason's desk was kind of on the way to the kitchen and he always had a glass of water like a giant like clear glass of water always every day just a glass of water sitting on his desk or just drink it throughout the day so one day he gets up to go to the bathroom and I had this idea. I'm like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to fill Jay's water glass with moonshine. <laughs> and so I dump out his water and I like measured how far, uh, like I, I had my finger where his water level was. And I made sure that I like poured it out and kept my finger there. And I like filled it up with moonshine to the exact level. And I just set it back on his desk and I waited for him to take a drink of the moonshine. And I'm kind of glad that it happened the way that it did because it 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 was around lunchtime. So he was getting up to go eat lunch and he grabbed his water as he left his desk and he like put it in his mouth and then just as meat as fast as it went into his mouth, it just like he spit it everywhere <laughs> at that exact moment. And luckily he wasn't in front of his computer. He was just like, oh my God. Oh, what? 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 <laughs> like he did not know what was going on. Like he didn't know. He didn't know what he drank or what was in his mouth, but he immediately <laughs> ran into the into the kitchen and was like <laughs> under the sink, like washing his mouth out. Oh my god, we were <laughs> laughing so hard. But that's not even the best one, the best J one. Um, I've been oh, saving. I got to jump in. And all right, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it for the yeah. Uh, all right, it's another whole one, but and it wasn't even that this was a prank, but the reaction is so amazing. I have to tell it. So uh, once again, roommates. Uh, and one of the roommates, uh, his room kind of turned into like the hangout room where he had a big TV. So we're all in his room at one point watching a movie, sitting around a table. And he had a big, he had, he had, he would get the big packages of Irish spring bars of soap. And, and it would be like a 12 pack. So there's like 12 bars of soap in the box. So we were just sitting there watching the movie. And for no reason, I just took a box of it and I opened it up. And while we were watching the movie, I just carved into this bar of soap, the word moo, just M O O. Just it wasn't even a reason or anything. Uh, it was just something I was fiddling with. But then when the movie ended, I had this bar of soap in the box, and I was like, okay. I and I took the bar and I put it back in the box, and I went in my room and I glued it shut again and put it back where I found it. So it was just a bar of soap resealed in the package, and now it says the word moo. So like once again, months go by. I have like almost no recollection that this happened. Like I said, it wasn't even a prank. It's just a thing I did. So a 
the same roommate that I did the letter to, he asks to borrow a bar of soap. So a, a, a different person now has this bar of soap. So he's handed this bar of soap and he goes down to take a shower and he opens up the box and he, <laughs> he pulls it out. So random. He pulls it out and he sees that sees he sees that it says the word moo. <laughs> so he's, he's racking his brain trying to figure out why in the world a box of soap would say moo. <laughs> and so the answer he comes up with is at the factory, there was a disgruntled employee <laughs> and they poisoned. <laughs> what? They poisoned? They, a disgruntled employee poisoned a bar of soap. And, but here's the brilliant part. That, that a disgruntled employee might have poisoned the bar of soap, but they wanted to make sure that they didn't accidentally use it themselves. <laughs> Why would they? That is the most ridiculous. So they carved the word moo into it. So with this in his mind, and he's he's worried now that his bar of soap is poisoned. He just he just scratches off the word moo with his fingernails, and he figures that's good enough, and then goes on to use it. <laughs> like all the poison was concentrated on the letters. Yeah, I can just use my fingers. That'll get rid of the poison. Yeah, here, I got this. <laughs> That's you, that would be so of, random. Like if you open that up, you would be you would be honestly like, how did this even happen? Why, you know? why would someone do that? I, I like the question, I like the mystery, and that's why this guy was like the best to pull pranks on because his mind would go to the weirdest places. Kind of as an extension, he he, he hated condiments. He didn't like any kind of he salt and pepper. Like that's all he would use. Like no ketchup, no mayo, no mustard, no barbecue sauce, nothing. Everything blank. Like generic bland food. Uh, but he, uh, we go to Fazoli's often. He liked Fazoli's, so he had leftover uh, breadsticks, and so it was April first, and I was going around trying to figure out all my pranks I was going to do do to everybody. And so I cut open the bottom of one of the breadsticks, and I filled it with hot sauce, and I just put it right side up and put it back again. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's straightforward enough. Like, okay, there's hot sauce in the breadstick, but then the next day he reheats it and then goes to eat it, and it gets hot <laughs> it's sauce. Probably like. Booing hot sauce. And immediately, instead of him going like, oh, it's it's April 1st, Chris did his pranks again. He was like, okay, the employees at Fazoli's were angry at me for going up and asking for extra breadsticks. <laughs> so one of them one of them poisoned it. <laughs> Is like, this the same guy? He it's says the same guy again. He's like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, like that's why I mean. he goes to these elaborate explanations for things. So he threw that he threw out the whole meal. So I felt oh, a little man. bad about that. I reckon that guy would be a blast because you would just get so much all this like weird conspiracy it, theories. It, it failed. It failed, but that same guy, he hates condiments. So I, I went and I emptied out his toothpaste tube and replaced it with horseradish. <laughs> oh, my God. But it, it didn't work. It didn't work because it reacted with the residual toothpaste and it, like, turned it to this crazy color. But, it, like, the, the, you know, horseradish sauce and toothpaste have a pretty similar color, but it turned it, like, bright <laughs> yellow, so it didn't work. But... That would have been amazing if you bre- if you went and he brushed for a split second. <laughs> oh my god, that would have he never, been. He never would have forgiven me. Oh like, my ever. god! Oh my god! He's so much fun to prank. That's a good one, man. I'm gonna now. It's like got my brain moving about all the stuff I want to do. Ah, oh, that's too good. Well, I'll tell you my last J one. Um, so J, uh, it's another J prank. 
so we sometimes it's another DK, and I did most of like my office pranking. I think at DK for some reason. I well, think I mean, it's because the culture. It was a, a yeah. The early on, the culture was just like a lot of a lot of hijinks going on, and um, yeah, we used to do these. Uh, schools would come in for studio tours all the time. Like you know, different schools would bring their motion design class or whatever, and one of the studio one of us would like lead the tour around and of course nobody really wanted to do it but jay seemed to like like it um and we would make fun of him for liking to do it so much and because usually it was like a class full of girls or something and uh this one time we we heard about it at the meeting the monday morning meeting that there was going to be like a girls school class like coming by a college and jay like threw up his hand really fast to be the one to, at least that's the way my I'm remembering and I could be wrong, to volunteer. So we had this idea um, that in the time that he was going to leave his desk to go up there and meet the, the group of students, we were going to do something to his desk or do something to his computer. We didn't really have an idea what yet, and so um, we knew it would have to be fast. So we... We, 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 we waited for the uh, receptionist to say that they were here when you could kind of see them from the studio. And so Jay like shot up out of his seat and he like ran up to go grab them. And so we, immediately the joke was on. And for whatever reason, we decided to just put as many Care Bear images on his screen as we could find, <laughs> like open JPEGs, changes his canvas and everything like to Care Bears. Everything's Care Bears. And um, so he, we see him start to do the tour and like, he's like, and over here we have, you know, the edit suite and this is where the editor works and this is where this happens and that happens. And he's slowly making his way to his desk and he hasn't, it's not shot a glance at his own desk at, at any point during this, this time. Till finally he comes into the pit where all the artists are and his desk is right there and he stops at his desk and he still doesn't look at his desk and he's like, and anyway, and this is where I work and this is my workstation and this is where I do all my stuff. And he goes and he, he shoots a glance and he does like a double take and he's like, uh, he goes, oh, way to go guys. Thanks a lot guys. He's looking around and we're all like headphones on, like not paying attention and we're like, what? And, and all the student, the girls are like, wait, what is he? Is he working on Care Bears? He's like, I'm not working on Care Bears. And he's just like all really mad about it. And he's like, thanks a lot. Oh, they like to play pranks around here. And but the thing was, like, only a couple people knew. So everybody was legitimately just working, like not aware, not giggling or anything. So it was like so un uneasy and oh, it was so uncomfortable. It was the best. Uh, yeah, I miss those days. Well, I, ah. I, I, uh, I don't have another one. You don't I, have uh, another one? No, that's yeah, Chris and I'll keep going. <clears throat> no, I don't. Yeah, uh, that... I don't have. I don't have a. I'll think. I'll think about it. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. It, it's not a big one. It it, it does kind of go into office one. Um, where like you get the generic ones, but they can be really fun. I had a, I had somebody who. Yeah, yeah, one of the best old ones because it's so fast to do back in the day. It might still be fast, but I just haven't done it in a while. Where you just take a, a screenshot of their desktop and then you go into like MS Paint and then full screen it with the screenshot and it's just not, it will not respond. Classic. So that's great. That's a classic. Um, uh, but then there's, we, we, I did it again, but I, I opened up, they, they had this picture, it was like a, a model photo of Shakira as his desktop. 
and I photoshopped uh, another <laughs> friend's face onto her body. <laughs> And it stayed that way for way too long. Like well, as he, he didn't about. even notice it. Yeah, it, it was it was an extended period that he did not realize oh, that, it, that it had a different person, a guy friend's face on Shakira's body. And it, it was extra confusing too because it was a screenshot with all the desktop icons behind the actual icons, so they all lined up perfectly. But then mm-hmm. when he's trying to rearrange it, and I was like, "Why is the icons replicating it all?" <laughs> it's like, do you notice that's the wrong face? <laughs> or he's just cool with that. Well, uh, those were always fun, like chat and then flip it upside down. I was working on a uh, NEB presentation, and I was, I'm getting ready to show off some things that you could do to cinema, right, to speed up your workflow and all this stuff. And I was kind of demoing to myself like how I'm going to do this part about changing the defaults for the cubes and the spheres and the torus. Like almost any object in Cinema 40, you can change the defaults um, so that when you click, like literally when you click cube. It doesn't have to say cube. It could say moo. Like it could say whatever you want, right? So I wonder out there, maybe somebody could do this to their friends, Cinema 4D. Go to their like sphere or cube. Go change the default name of an object and maybe even the size and shape of it. Like you could change anything you want with it. Then you can go to edit in Cinema and you can go down to set as default. And what that means is next time they go pick a sphere or cube, it'll actually be called whatever you call it. Oh, do you know what would be the best? Because you gotta go subtle. You'd name the cube sphere and the sphere cube. <laughs> oh my god, that would be that'd be brilliant. Yeah. So there you go. There, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think. You know, we got we got some Cinema 4D friends out there. What could they do? I'm I'm thinking that one. You could also do it with the text <clears throat> one, by the way. If you go in and you know the default when you go to the Mo text is just says text. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You could actually go in there and change what that says. Like maybe I'm like, I'm watching you or something like a little spooky, maybe. Um, So you can make not just not just the text up in the object menu, but the actual text down in the. Yeah, like a a text spline or something. When you open it, it could say whatever. So you could definitely do that. Um, I'm just trying to think of some other ones. I was thinking like the After Effects mess up sound, which is like that that noise. I was trying to think of something fun you could do with that. That might be that might be good. Like try to mess with somebody. I don't know if you can record custom sounds on it, but you get, and I think it's just kind of an evil prank. But you know those uh, those beepers? You can buy like this little prank beeper thing, and it will in randomly emit a high pitched beep <laughs> at completely random intervals, so you can never track it down. That's just gonna drive somebody you, insane. Can you imagine if you did that, but you could record a custom sound on it, and you record mm. like the After Effects error sound? So That's like good. just uh, you know like once or twice a day, like it just randomly you hear the sound of After Effects failing, you're like, oh, crap. There's always the, uh, the the other classic that I love, which is uh, putting tape on the um, over the the laser part of the mouse, like clear tape. Yep. That's, that's a classic. classic. Uh, <laughs> rearranging a couple keys on a keyboard. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Like just a, do a subtle change. You, know, you got to be subtle with those. Or you can type something, you know, have it say something, which is fun as well, but. Yeah, just enough. I like the cube to sphere, sphere to cube idea because it's just enough to make you go like, Wait, what? What is happening? Yeah, it would, it would. It would seem like a bug. It would seem like a glitch where you'd be like, "All right, I'm going to restart cinema." Like, "Oh, it's still there." Okay, I'm going to restart the computer. Like, what the heck's going on here? Like, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people even know about the set to default thing. It's not a thing you do too commonly. No. Yeah, I, like, I know, know about it, and I still almost never use it. It's something that I rarely use because of tutorial reasons. Like I don't want my defaults to be different from the the students or the people watching. Um, but I could see as uh, somebody that's 
working on a project very specifically, like if you always use um, smaller objects, like if you're working always in a smaller scale, let's say, and you click the that you click the sphere and it's always like twice the size or eight times bigger than you need it i could see like changing those defaults and saying when i click a sphere i want a little baby one with these facets and with this geometry oh, yeah. back you in know, the day back in the day when you made a cylinder it always had eight height segments for no reason like a cylinder with eight height segments they eventually changed it so it's zero height segments but I, that was the only thing i'd ever change the default of it's like why is there eight like every time i make a cylinder i'm setting it to back down to zero so that was the only time I change it. See now, now I want to go see if it changes in the interface. I, so, I recommend can, messing mess with, with people's. People. You should just mess with people's scenes when they go to lunch. <laughs> like we've done that. Like that. I mean, obviously save a copy, but like I remember uh, Todd Kumpf. Like we were doing something with cars. I think I told you guys this story before. We were doing a job with cars, and he was prepping like twenty car assets, and they were all lined up in his scene. And he went to lunch and we turned his scene into a used car lot, uh, complete with like a parking lot and an office and those like crazy wavy guys. And we turned his, and we had people walking because we were using 3ds Max at the time, which you could like populate scenes with people and they would just walk around. And we, we had like a whole, like we literally took his entire lunch hour and constructed this amazing car scene, uh, a used car lot. And uh, he came back, he was like, what the hell is this? I mean, it was way funnier to us. It really wasn't like that big of a prank, but it was just... I think that's ultimately, I think what I'm hearing in even these stories, which is it's the prank is not for the person. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> the prank it's is never for, for the person. Like, it's almost like their reaction is, isn't really necessarily the funny part. It's just being able to like sit in the back and watch, watch it play out. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the domino that you set up and you, then you just get to watch. Oh man, like there, I remember there used to be, um, before we pranked Jason, we used to prank Eric Anderson. Remember Eric Anderson? Oh, Eric, I love Eric. Yeah, he's so great. Um, Eric Anderson was a creative director at DK and he was, he's a funny guy, but he was kind of, he, he was also kind of skittish and weird about certain things. And, <clears throat> like dirt and hair was kind of and and like the thought of being of of like getting sick from something was like his uh, Achilles heel and we had a wig around the office from when I think you guys before I was there you guys recorded something with a wig somebody wearing a wig it might have been uh one of those cinema prop those like movie oh the movie trailer or the yeah I know what you're talking about the theater yeah. the theater yeah. So it was like this like curly haired wig laying around and uh, you know, we'd put it on for fun and just screw around. But one day I took um, a, a lock of the curly hair and I cut it off and I taped it to the receiver, like the mouthpiece of his phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you know, because we had the office phones and we used them a lot back then. And he had his own little office that was had a big clear window so you could see him in there all the time. He was just on his laptop doing whatever. So he left and I taped this this like very um almost like almost like pubic hair, wig hair to the mouth part of his phone. And then I told a few people and I was like, All right, uh, we gotta call him and see if he answers it. And he he so we call him and he did like the biggest prat fall of all time. Like he literally like picked up the receiver and like threw it and was like, ah! 
like, just like flipped out like on the floor and he's like what the hell was that and we just laughed our asses off at him and we walk in there like what's up he's like god damn it that was so gross he's like i thought i, I thought it was stuck to my hair and like because he had like kind of a shaggy like you know bristly uh beard and he thought it was like stuck to him and oh my god he uh he was uh, uh, he was he was great to prank. Great to I'm, prank. I miss those I miss those years. I miss those guys. I know. I know. Well, well shoot. Well, now we all have to like figure out how to work in the same office for some reason. I don't I can't think of anything we could do like through Slack. I mean, what what, yeah, what, what much, You kind of lose that. The things you lose yeah. with uh with remote working. You know? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, this is definitely something you lose. And I, I did not capitalize on this when we actually were in the same office for a while. I never, I didn't really set up too much in the way of pranks. Yeah, we we didn't do too much of that, did we? We're too busy making making uh, tutorials at the time. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, what uh, what what? How do you how do you end a something like that? A bunch of personal stuff. I I know. If you guys have one, a good office prank. Put it in the comments. Give us but ideas. Give us yeah. ideas. Give the world ideas. Because here's the thing. The day's coming up. It's on a Saturday this year, which is a little tough, right? The office. Yeah. So it's this tough is already, already tough. You got to do it on the Friday, maybe. Um, if you got a good one, let us know. And I, and I like Chris's uh, like stance on it's got to be positive, not negative. I like that. That's a good way. Although all the ones he said were... <laughs> People almost blowing their faces off with sparklers. Well, the sparkler one—that's a little outside. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting your like. I was like, wow, you know, his prank game is like. If we were ever in the same office together, we would probably engage in some prank wars, which would have been great. Yeah, this uh, this that would have been dangerous because that's that's when it gets dangerous is when you get the escalation going and trying to one up each other and get revenge. Then you're actively thinking about it. But yeah, uh, post uh, post a comment about your best prank you ever did. Post your office and or specifically Cinema 4D potential pranks. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, that actually is a great idea. Good spin. Yeah, cool. I uh, I just wanted to recommend too if you guys are into some of these pranks um there's a really great series on college humor oh my god yes the uh, greatest escalation of pranks ever yep and it goes over the course of years and years and years if you guys haven't seen the kind of back and forth that these two guys do to each other for for pranks uh it's worth it's definitely worth checking out i mean it it escalates all the way up to like somebody's parachute not opening when they go skydiving and stuff like that. Like they, they go really, really crazy with it. Um, I'll say my two favorite one is that one. And then the, the basketball one, the basketball one is amazing. It's by far the best one. That is cruel, but they're cruel. escalating. And then there's the, Oh geez. And then the, uh, the comedy club one, like, Oh, you feel oh, so bad for God. him. Oh, it's so brutal. Yeah, so we 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 could describe it, but it's way funnier yeah, if you guys just go watch it. Watch it. Um, it starts out so slow and it isn't. No, it looks legit. Like they just start pranking each other the way that we're saying, like little fun things, and it es escalates over like ten years. I want to say it just keeps going. Um, so check that out. Good thing to watch around <laughs> around New, uh, yeah. New Year's. I said it's <laughs> April <laughs> New Year's. That's it. Tell your friends it's New Year's. Oh, that's a good one. Just like oh, hey, change the calendar, change the clock. Happy New Year's. Change oh, the clocks. That's a fun one. I'm gonna think of some really good ones for my kids. I think that would be fun. Dude, so if you have any kid-friendly ones, actually, I might. Know. 
I might I might execute on that serial one. It's simple and innocent. And it takes no time at all. Yeah, no time. No time. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Um, as always, make sure you like and subscribe and leave us a review on uh, iTunes. Help us out. Um, and uh, yeah, we will see you next time. On I the think that, hold on one second. What? Did we hold on. No, I think this is our prank. People, people tuned in. They're like, wow, we're going to learn some great Cinema 4D stuff this, this episode. We're going to learn all about business. <laughs> we're going to learn how to, you know, get our career going, you know, get all this stuff going. And then we just talk about pranks. So this is, uh, let's just call this our, our, uh, our April Fool's joke to everybody. Well, to, to do that, we, we'd have to title it something that's not pranks. Oh, that's bad. It's like starting your own business or something. And oh, then that's not good. It gets to the end and they hear us actually coming up with the idea to prank. How, or I think what would get some good clicks is um, Nick concedes buys first PC. <laughs> that would be that would be the ultimate. Yeah, but that might really happen at some point. Yeah, I know. That's why it's, it's, it's like, oh my God, I got to hear this one. Well, so okay, so if well, you do we, that, we won't know if that happens until it comes out. So if you do that, let's walk through it. If you do that, we could always change the title later and then to a prank thing, like once the joke's over. So oh, just change. on launch day. Yeah, yeah, launch day we could say whatever we want. We, but the thing is, is we're so far away from April Fool's. April Fool's, it wouldn't make sense. It'd be an early April Fool's joke, and is that yeah, good? I don't know. Well, we it's could tough. we could swap the image out just on that day. Oh, okay. And then let's swap do, it back again. That's let's a good do idea. that. All right, uh, all right. Everyone now understand. The people that are listening to this before April Fools will now know the joke. That might be a good joke. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nobody spoil it in the comments. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> well, well, who reads comments before they watch the video, though? That's right. That's, that's true. true. Um, well, anybody that made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you have stuff, put in the comments. And hey, um, as you could tell, we're we're also getting a little low on some uh, some uh, you know some ideas for the podcast. So if you have any things that we you want us to talk about, put it in the comments as well. That stuff always helps. We want to talk about and discuss the things that are on your mind as well. So um, drop those in the comments. Thanks again for the reviews, and uh, don't forget any show notes, which I don't think are many this time. It might be the uh, college humor links. If you want that, head on over to um, the blog or on YouTube as well. So sorry to interrupt there. I just wanted to. To, to be a little meta there for a second. No, that's good. That's really good. <clears throat> Everybody, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. We got to keep waving until it stops saying live.